Hello everybody, welcome to Late Night Football, welcome to a transfer reaction show, but not really a transfer reaction, because it's more of a reaction to what is happening at Manchester United, and I mean the title, you'll see the title and people will think, oh well the sabotage, what does that mean, Is uh, you know, and I don't mean sabotage in a sense of well they're trying to, you know, destroy the club before they leave or whatever, um, I just mean that they agreed in some ways is sabotaging the club internally. It may not be intentional. It might be intentional. It may, but it's probably not intentional. But it's just the way that they operate that makes it seem like that. And and there's a lots of different facets to it and we'll cover that and hopefully we'll go through this as quickly as we can. I'm trying to keep this short, but we'll see. Um, and the first thing I would say is, is the sale. By right? the sale of Manchester United, you look at that, um, this was started in February. They started doing this in February and it's now June. I mean, most clubs, no, you know, you, you don't take four months or five months to decide on who's going to be the one who's going to buy it, right? I can understand that takeovers take time, but four months, you know, you, you do the bidding. It's it's basically what has happened with the sale is again, the places have gone, we want every penny that we can extract out of this out of this club. And so it's, it's become like an auction, really, you know? Oh, Qatar, how much are you going to put? Oh, okay, that's good. Um, So Jim, okay, the Qatar are bidding this much. How, you know, you want to counter it? You want to match it? I, I got, you know, I got a, I got 5.5 billion pounds. Somebody going for 5.6, 5.6, 5.7, you know, it's like that. It's almost like that, isn't it? They're trying to get, you know, up, up, up. And when you do that, that just means that there's no deadline. There's no valuation there's no match it's just basically who's gonna go higher go higher go higher go higher and um until somebody drops out and that that could take a long long time because you know they're dealing with two egotistical people we don't know how long that could take to get out um so had they had they really cared about the club they probably would have said right this is our valuation six billion pounds whoever pays it first whoever agrees to pay it first we move on we, we work with you and we you know we sell the club they're not doing that they're basically going Six six billion. Okay, well they're paying six billion. Okay, now we got six point one. Somebody else. That's how it's gonna go. And um, you know that that's one part of it that has really hurt Manchester United because a quick sale would have helped them in the transfer window and would have really uh, made a lot of difference. But they've not done that, and because of that, it's affected their transfer business. Because you, when you think about a sale, right? Everybody at the top knows there's going to be redundancies. There's going to be turnover. People are going to leave. Um, and so when that happens. What is the motivation for someone like John Murta? What is the motivation for someone like someone like Richard Arnold, um, who probably believe that they're going to be sacked, and rightfully so. They don't think their job is going to go. So how motivated are they to do their job? Now, if it was me, you know, I probably would be thinking, right, I mean, most people criticize me, but I'm actually pretty good. So I'm going to show to the new owners, whoever they are, that I can do my job well, that I'm going to go out there, I'm going to, you know, make some deals happen, I'm going to do that. But United, it just feels that they're mentally checked out. It just feels like Arnold, the, the whole club just feels mentally checked out. They're all like, ah, you know, it doesn't matter. Let's let's do this. Let's do that. I mean, you know, whatever happens, um, you know, it doesn't feel, you know, apparently there are reports that many of the people are fed up at the club with the whole takeover thing. I mean, I don't blame any of them for being fed up, but they're fed up. But that just shows you morale is low. Um, nothing is really working. It's just, the club is, it, it's just not there. It's just like, and, and what happens is club is in limbo, right? It's in states, states is bad because some people are trying to do their jobs, but they know that they, that, that they, that they, they might not have a job. So there's no clarity, right, on what's happening and when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. You just keep reading stuff online. So that's another issue. And that brings me to transfers. I I, I mean, you've got to look at the transfers and you've got to understand, again, this is just, it's greed again, isn't it? Because you've got people out there that are, uh, number one, if you, um, Kim and Jay, well, let's start with Kim and Jay. Um, somebody, and like I said, it's, it may not just be greed, it just might be incompetence. It's not always greed, it's sometimes it's incompetence as well. But start with Kim and Jay. Kim and Jay is a player that United wanted, uh, that they wanted. They were apparently favorites for him up to a week ago. Bayern Munich come in and they go, right, we're going to, you know, we want you, Kim, Kim this is what we're going to offer, right? Do you accept it? And now apparently he's going to go there. And 
the whole thing is in the last week since Kim Min Jae, since Bayern Munich's interest came about, there's been nothing. There's been nothing for Manchester United. There's been no count. There's been no reports for counter offer. Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. There's been no reports of that. There's been no talk about, you know, uh, there's been nothing, right? It's just basically Manchester have just faded away. And, and you know, it's just like as soon as Bayern Munich came in, United just went, okay, yeah, we're out of this. We're not doing this anymore. Let's move on, right? And and that's because they know they, they know they can't compete. And you look at Bayern Munich, Kim and Jay and United were linked, I think, since May. So probably a week ago, you're talking three, four weeks, they've been linked. And it's like for two, three weeks, you've been told Kim and Jay is coming, Kim and Jay is coming. Bayern Munich come in, come in in a week. In a week now, they're favorites. So for United, it takes four weeks. Bayern Munich, one week, they've, they've just shattered that. And that kind of quick deals never happens with Manchester United. They can never do quick deals. And that's because the people at the top just don't know how to work. And the reason for that, it's not always the blame for Arnold and Murta. I do want to point out here that Ralph Fandik mentioned this, that this club is very, very slow. They work very, very slow. The reason why they work very slow is because you've got the glazes at the top. They need to approve everything. It is kind of weird why they do that, but they want to approve everything. So my theory, and I don't know reports, I don't know any reports, but my theory is that generally Arnold and Murta, they probably go to the glazes and they say, these are the players we want. This is the budget we have. Are you okay with this? And then they go, yeah, 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 sure. And so what they don't want to do is they don't want to go back. They don't want to change it, right? So if Glazers have said Mount is okay, right? And you can pay up to 60 million, 50 million pounds or 55 million pounds for him, right? That's what they say. Then they go, right, let's go for Mount because the Glazers approved. Because if Mount, if we have to then go to the Glazers and ask for Caicedo, we have to go again for approval for Caicedo. They can't move quickly. And because of the time difference, apparently the Glazers take a long time in getting back to them, which makes sense, right? If you're going to, um, go in at like whatever uh, UK time, UK time and US time, there is a difference. And so it's not always quick and, you know, easy to go, right? It's not like picking up a phone and saying, where can you do this? There's obviously things involved in that. So they don't like to change targets. And that's one of the reasons why I think they work on one deal at a time, because they, they know that if they have to work on a second deal, they have to get approval from Gazers and they don't always get it. So I think that's my theory that why that happens, why, you know, we know United is slow. And I think this is the reason why they're slow, because everything has to be approved by the Glazers. So therefore they try to get approvals on certain things and then they work towards those things as and, and they, because they know that if they have to change tag, it will take them more time to change tag. That's just my opinion. I don't have any inside information. I think that's just how we think it works. But that's the thing, right? I mean, Kim and Jay probably had an approval budget, um, price tag, and Bayern came in, souped in quickly. Uh, probably Arnold Murta thought, well, if you want to get, if you want to pay him more, we have to go to talk to the Glazers. We don't have time. Forget it. He's gone. Let's move on. Right. I, I think it works like that because there's otherwise no reason why Kim and Jay, um, you know, was favored to come to Manchester United suddenly is going to buy in, in a week's time. And then, and then there's, you know, um, Harry Kane deal they pulled out. I thought that was a good decision to pull out the Harry Kane deal. But then again, who are you, who are you bringing in if you don't bring Harry Kane? Are you bringing in Hoyland? Hoyland apparently is going to cost 100 million euros. There's no way they should be paying that amount of money and they won't. Um, Colomuan is probably going to cost the same amount of money. Um, the same around with Gonzalo Ramos. And again, the problem is the transfer market. I think that because United, they know that United are desperate, they know United have money. So everybody's going to come in. You can't suddenly in one transfer window go, right, we paid 100 million pounds for, but we're never paying 100 million pounds again. You don't, you can't do that. And if you want to do that, what you have to do is you have to work like a smart club where you bring in your targets and you get them in early. Most clubs talk to, to talk to players in, in February, March about deals for summer. Summer deals are done in February, March. They're not done in June, July. They're done in February, March. United don't even start don't even have a list until May and they don't even start talking to players until May. So how can you, how can you, um, you, you know, do a deal with a player who's already probably agreed to go somewhere else in in May, June. And by May, June, clubs already have an idea of, you know, okay, well, this player is going to go. We're going to have to replace him. How much is that player going to cost? Okay, well, now this is the price tag. So everybody jacks up their price. So you've got to go in early, which they don't. For some reason, United just don't want to do that. And I think it's because of the Glazers, because they don't give approval on budgets until the end of the season. And so they can never really you know, moving fast because everything is about money, right? Um, If, if Mount is going to, yeah, we're going to pay 50 million pounds. Well, how much money is coming in at the end of the season? Then we know how much we can write you a check for. So 
Um, that's that. And like I said, it's it's greed. It's not, and this may not be intentional. I don't think races are intentionally sabotaging. Right? Like I said, I think it's just greed. It's just trying to count pennies and cents at every at every turn and every corner, which impacts Manchester United. And what with the sale and everything that's happening, it's quite normal for, for United to go, for the Glazers to go that, ah, you know, why do we need to spend a lot of money? I mean, the new owners are coming and they'll take care of that. You know, 120 million pounds, 150 million pounds, that's fine. No problem. That, that's how much you have. That, that's all you're going to get. Because whatever happens to the club after we go doesn't matter. Then it's their problem. So we'll give you enough money to keep the you know to get some good players to keep the value of the club. Because obviously, if you lose players and then you're not bringing players, and the value goes down. So we'll give you enough money to keep the value of the club. We're not going to spend more than that. So you know, there's there's that as well. And um, I mean Mason Mount. I think I've got to finish up on this one as well, Mason Mount. So I mean, what what is going on with that? The the whole reason for Mason Mount was because he was cheap. And because he that would be a quick deal to do. That is what we were told. As fans, that's what we were told. So he's not cheap because he's going to cost about 55, 60 million pounds. There's no way in the world that he's worth 55, 60 million pounds. If Alexis McAllister is going for 35, if Caicedo is, is 70 million plus add-ons, 80, he's around 80. There's no way Mason Mount, one-year contract, bench warm at Chelsea, he's not worth 55 million pounds. Some people are trying to justify it as 55 is okay. It's not. 50, 40, 30 plus add-ons was what looked to 40 was what I would have paid. And then I would have moved on. I said, screw you. I'm going to move on. 40 plus 10. Okay, fair enough. I could look like I could live with that. But 55 million pounds up front and then plus add-ons, that's just not going to work. I just don't think that's a price that should be paid. Um, but United will pay it because they're desperate and because this is what they've got approval for. I mean, there's better players out there. Lavia is just sitting over there waiting for somebody to come and take him. He's had such a billion season. You've got Onana, who's fantastic for Everton, could be available for cheap price. They just don't want those players, but they want they want Mason Mount because he's English and because, you know, for some reason, you know, they just, I don't know, I don't, there's some obsession with them. I don't know what it is. But um, it shows it shows um, the lack of flexibility because and this is the same issue that they had with Frankie De Jong last season. They kept work, they kept uh, you know they kept you know going 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 almost like you know trying to get him trying to get him and he never wanted to come and ultimately it didn't happen with Mason Mount he wants to come but they're never going to agree a fee with Chelsea. Fine, you know, what, what you've got to do in this situation is you've got to tell the player, look, this is what we're going to pay for you. Either you put in a transfer request or you tell your agent to make this happen or we're moving on and we're going on to other targets. That's what you have to do. United will go, oh, please take this much. Oh, please take this much. Okay, how about this much? And they're just going to keep dragging this on. And and that time, Caicedo's gone. Rice is gone. Um, you know, uh, Guerrero, Lima, they're all gone, right? Um, and everybody else is, is moving on. Lavia might be going as well. So they're losing out on targets because of their dithering and because of this whole um cycle that they're on and i and i honestly believe that united are dragging this out as much as they can i do believe internally there's a strategy to drag deals out we know that united do that all the time and i do think they drag deals out intentionally not because they want to sabotage but because the more you can drag out a deal the less time then you have to complete other deals and then you can just go well we didn't have the time or you know that players are good i mean surely it happens every year Every year United take too long on deals, and every year United get sabotage, you know, get jacked up prices. Surely somebody is smart enough to figure that out, and I think it's intentional that they say, right, um, you know, let's take time because if we if we do deals fast, people expect more deals, right? Or people expect us to. If you do one deal in in May, and then you do if you do say five deals before June, then people know you can do five deals before June, right? Um, but as if you do one deal in June, one deal in July, one deal in August. You only have to do three and then you can say that we didn't have time to do the, the other two or that the, the clubs just raised the price for the other two so we couldn't do it then you can say that whereas and that saves you money so and ultimately it is all about money so i mean that's where it is like i said i don't i mean i i'm thinking that part of it some of the things that they do are intentional but it's not intentional sabotage what they don't realize is that in in trying to save their pennies and trying in trying to save their sense 
they are sabotaging the club because um, what they're doing is they're basically not giving the manager what he wants. And in turn, that's going to impact the club's uh, fortunes this season. I don't think at this moment in time, right now, I can tell you, I don't think United are going to finish fourth. And again, that's so sad because you thought last season, you know, they finished third and maybe they'll move up. But actually, they're moving back. They're going to be starting to finish fourth. They're probably going to finish sixth, seventh, maybe. Because um, Newcastle are going to strengthen. They're already looking at Barella and all these players. Liverpool have strengthened and they will continue to strengthen. Manchester City and Manchester City. Arsenal are looking like they're going to strengthen as well. Chelsea are going to come back strong. So, you know, where, where, where's the fourth spot? It's not coming, right? Um, and then on top of all of that, what will happen? And I'm telling you this right now because I will end it on this. Then I will not get the players that he wants. So he's going to be a little bit disappointed, but he's going to have to work with what he's got, which is not good enough. That that team is not good enough for this day. It's not good enough. It wasn't good enough for fourth place. They luck, they they got a bit lucky with fourth place because Liverpool sucked and Chelsea sucked, but they won't let that happen for another season. So that squad at the moment is not good enough for a fourth for fourth place, right? Um, so Tena is going to struggle. Probably the players are going to be a bit you know unmotivated and they'll probably not be putting in the performance that they should. A lot of players are carrying injuries as well as they come into the new season. So how many of them will be fit and how many of them will go down? And ultimately, it, you know, if you have a bad start of the season, all the talk comes of of sacking, firing. And, and you know, the line that always comes out in the media, this is how kind of, Ten Hag should, you know, the players are not that good, but Ten Hag should be doing better with the players that he has got. Right? This is the line that always comes out, right? Have you ever heard that? Change the manager. It always comes out. Oh, the players are not that good, but Mourinho should be doing better with the players that he but should still be doing better with that squad. Or, oh, you know, players are crap, but Socha should be doing better with that squad. That always comes out. Or Rannik should be doing better with that squad. That line always comes out. It will come out for Eric Ten Hag as well, and then he will get sacked. I'm not saying this will happen. I'm saying I won't be surprised if these sort of things happen. But I, what I won't be surprised, what I, what I will tell you is happening at this moment, if things go this way, United will not make top four. That I know will happen. Whether that means Senag will be sacked, I don't know. But, that, but does that mean that the fans will call for him to be sacked? I don't know. Does that mean that the media will call for him to be sacked? Definitely. That will happen. So, take that for what it is. And um, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I don't know about what, the, what the end game is for the Glazers, when the sale will be done. Honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not done even by the end of December. Like, I mean, I, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not done or like if it's done by the end of December. I wouldn't be surprised if they take that long because they're just going to keep going, right? This is like, they're just going bit, 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 bit. Every week is the same thing, right? Oh, you know, next week something, this week something will happen. Right? And it's on, on a Monday morning, you wake up and or you know, say, oh, this week something will happen. And then it comes to Wednesday and Thursday and then, oh, something will happen next week. This keeps going next week, next week, next week. Anyway, um, Smash like for this video. Share your thoughts, of course, on this. It's something that I've thought about a lot, and I, I do believe it's something that we needs to be talked about because I mean, all the talk of the sale. The fact is that United, that the Glazers are um sabotaging the transfer window. United have been absolutely piss poor so far in the transfer window. We already missed out on so many targets and likely to miss out on so many more. So, and that's getting kind of lost because people are kind of getting caught in the Qatar wave and the Serge M. Radcliffe wave, and they're not seeing the fact that whoever comes in, it then you know this this transfer window is 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 a problem. And if they don't fix this transfer window, this season becomes a write-off. Essentially, it becomes a write-off because if you don't have a good transfer window, uh, you're going to have a write-off because no matter who comes in, they're not going to be able to fix the transfer window now. It's too late to do that. And um, that's just a reality. Um, or, or they come in, they're going to spend some kind of silly amount of money on a player, right? They're going to come in and spend a hundred, like, like what City did with Robinho, where they went and spent like 
40 50 million pounds on Robinho just like that so they might come in and drop 150 on Mbappe or something but you don't want those kind of signings you don't want that kind of player I, no I honestly I wouldn't want something like that so um I feel like that that would probably do more damage than good so at this moment it looks like this transfer window this transfer window has got to be done has got to be managed by the Glazers like whatever's going to have to be done it's going to have to be done by the Glazers but it doesn't look like they're interested in doing much they're only interested in the bare minimum and that is what is sad to see Anyway, share your thoughts, of course, and do subscribe to the channel on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We always appreciate your support. We'll see you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye.